0: but with WandaVision ending and reminding us of the glory days of classic television, we realized one great thing we missed about the sitcom was the theme song. Bringing back our bracket showdown, in this episode of the show, we'll see which 80s sitcom theme song has what it takes to wear the crown. Believe it or not, this is Wayback Attack.
1: Welcome to Wayback Attack. My name is Brian Grantham, and sitting across the TV table of love is Preston Burt. Preston, are you ready to rank some theme songs? I'm
0: ready to rank some theme songs. I'm ready to rock out because some of these tunes are happening. Are you ready?
1: I was born ready, baby. (laughs) I love theme songs. It's funny because um, I thought about bringing my CD book in here because I honestly have like bought collections of theme songs like multi-disc collections of just tv theme songs no
0: i've done that too you know i spent a lot of time in the car um commuting to work well previously Mm -hmm. and uh my friend and i that i commute with we have listened to tons of of tv show theme songs a lot of times we'll just be like name the song name the song and we'll go through youtube Mm -hmm. but we've actually had when i would do goodwill hunting i'd find like a uh, a cd of just a compilation of discs of mm-hmm. songs and go through those and man you can sing along to almost everyone yes almost every. It, it is
1: it is an incredibly fun game it was something that i loved to do um back when uh um xm before xm and sirius merged mm-hmm. and uh i had xm and they had a channel called Magic, and they just played movie scores, like songs from movie scores. And so that was, like, a fun game when I was, like, on a long road trip was to be like, oh, what movie is this before looking? Uh-huh. And sometimes it would be creepy because, like, it would be, like, late at night, and I'd be driving and be playing horror music. And I'd be like, oh, man, I just feel like my tire's about to pop and someone's going to come out of the bushes and get me. So
0: Yeah, and driving to your house especially, man, I uh, made sure I turned off the – uh, unsolved mysteries show that mm-hmm. i was listening to earlier. this creepy music man freaking me out no this these songs I, i've looked at all of our selections mm-hmm. I, I made a graphic for it so i know what we're. i know what the picks are we just don't know how they'll fare in the bracket status yes but all of our picks are very happy and vibrant songs that i don't think anybody will have to worry about mm-hmm. driving through the woods yep. uh, and being scared about
1: well before we get started oh please yes before. um I've got something for you <gasps> that I think uh, can help you can help protect you from those um, creepy monsters. Oh, good! What is it? So I figured you know you have a Ghostbusters pinball machine, right? Uh-huh. And I got the perfect thing for oh you to use gosh. as a topper
0: for it. Dude, are you serious? Yeah, that is awesome. Okay, this is a Spangler's neutral neutral. Wait, Neutrino. Neutrona. Oh. That's what it says, Neutrona wand. So, yeah, it's a zappered man. Dude, this is awesome. So this is a brand new made by Hasbro? Looks
1: yeah, like...
0: uh-huh. Wow, can I pop it open? Sure, go for it. It's yours. Dude, you rule.
1: The, uh, I figured there has to be a way for you to be able to hardwire. Um, Some lights to work? Well, for like from the machine. So like when something happens, like it turns on or makes like the, the sounds or something, there has oh, to be wow. a way
0: to do it. I'll get in here eventually. Oh, Almost.
1: I, I if only I had a knife.
0: No, nope, here we go. Well I've got it. Okay. Alright. Boom. Oh, dude. Dude. This thing is legit. Okay, I can't get all this stuff off, but look <laughs> at that. Look at that. I broke that. There we go. Gone this forever. thing is uh yeah, life-sized. Uh Wow. It turns
1: on, lights up, and makes the sounds.
0: Particle accelerator. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just make sure you don't cross the streams. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, no problem. Really cool.
1: I I figured it's like perfect size for a topper. It is.
0: It's like, yeah, pinball topper width.
1: Well, I figure also um, if anyone's watching, they may notice that I've got less beard going on right yeah and so um the reason for that is because uh have you seen bridgerton this the hit
0: netflix show bridgerton i know of bridgerton and i know the guy who stars in bridgerton hosted saturday night live i have not watched either though
1: okay well just to give everybody an idea so uh, the, uh anthony bridgerton i think is the the name of the character and so paige and i started watching this show recently and she was like hey you should I was thinking about cutting my beard off uh, I just get tired of it I, I, I had two things I was going to do I was either going to cut it off uh-huh. or I was it, like my mustache was getting long enough that it was like touching my bottom part and I was like oh. maybe I'll just let the hair grow no. into where it's like one solid piece nasty <laughs> and so you, like have to like comb the pieces to the oh, side horrible so the um, but anyways so I went ahead and, and I didn't want to deal with that so, so she was like this but instead of turning out like someone from the Regency era of of uh of England I wound up turning out to be the Sky guy <laughs> to, it's so perfect too I guess I need the hat I need the pork you need hat. you need a soul
0: patch too yeah
1: I do need a soul patch
0: but yeah if you pull out those vans and some uh some jam shorts the, yeah, the,
1: the, the best thing is I did not create this um this image uh, so it's, it's an image and just think of like typical ska guy and that's, that's what it is. And it, it like points out the things that you need to be, but the best thing about it is, uh, so his, his shirt that he's wearing is an operation Ivy shirt and I'm wearing an operation <laughs> Ivy hoodie. <laughs> 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 I, I didn't, I was like, I'm not going to take it off for the show. So I'll just leave it on. But, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing.
0: You know, Scott's back in again. I don't know if you know this. Oh, is this fourth wave? It's getting, uh, it's getting resurgence. Um, a lot of nostalgic fuel in this fire, though.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm sure Tony Hawk, one and two, probably helped a little bit. True.
0: True. True. Uh, and b- all right, so we're doing a little bit of chit chat before we get into the meat of the topic, mm-hmm. and uh, before we do dive in, unless you have something else you want to talk about, I wanted no. to to mention something that we that we kind of worked around what we've done we did earlier today, um, and that we shared on our patreon bonus episode Mm -hmm. last time last month is that i've talked about on the show before i have an antiques booth uh in dahlonega georgia in a touristy town well my friend who was doing it with me he ended his tenure willingly we're on great terms um but he got rid of the stuff he wanted to get rid of and he's like "I'm, i'm bailing so that meant i had a slot open to share a booth and brian willfully gleefully accepted. So now it's officially Wayback Attack. The store. The store. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's perfect too because um I didn't put any pictures, but you have uh there is um a some Wayback Attack stickers up there too. Yeah. So hey, if you're in the Delano area, want to snag some free stickers, uh, go by there and grab some of those.
0: Yeah. So um Brian has already started getting some stuff mm-hmm. stocking the shelves and I've been giving him some tips of the trade. He's already gotten some new pickups, mm-hmm. which is great. And um today I went on an adventure and he came along with me to uh to go look at a hoard of stuff. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and I bought it. <laughs> and it's gonna be a lot of stuff.
1: Now mind you, when we say hoard, we mean a garage.
0: Yes. It's like, like full garage. Like to the ceiling yeah. of stuff. It, it is only a single
1: car garage. True. But yeah, from floor to ceiling.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'll I, it was so much stuff I couldn't even look through it all. So, I just took like a representative sample to see is this going to be worth my time, and uh, paid the man his money. So look for fun stuff on my Twitter feed at Squared Stiff, yeah. and uh, we'll share some stuff on Wayback Attack. It as was
1: well. it was also a crazy range of things, right? Mm-hmm. We had like modern Pokemon cards. Yes. Eighties. Um,
0: Master pa- of the Universe. He-Man.
1: He-Man. Paintball guns. Yeah. Uh, Avon um Avon uh um shaving cream applications yeah. yeah yeah
0: uh Coca-Cola stuff there was board games and baseball cards and Barbie and like I don't know muscle car magazines it was everything
1: oh yeah the female musclemen too
0: yeah yeah we found female musclemen you mm-hmm. know the muscles cuties uh, they were cute cool. they were cute cool.
1: <laughs> them cuties were <laughs> cute
0: Anyway, so I thought that was fun to share. Be on the lookout for Brian getting some uh, cool things in the booth and Mm -hmm. we'll be sharing those on social media. But I guess we've got, you know, we started a little late. We probably got a lot of ground to cover. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, should we go ahead and just dive into and talk about our brackets?
1: Well, I I would say that the crowds, Preston.
0: Oh my gosh. They're
1: pretty excited. Can you believe it? They want to (laughs) celebrate. WITH THE BEST
0: OF 80'S SITCOM theme SONGS! Now, disclaimer, these may not actually be the best of the 80's sitcom theme songs. These are just OUR picks. And now, OUR picks were seeded by the fans! So, we had four picks each. My four picks were Growing Pains, Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, and Family Ties. Brian's four picks were Golden Girls, It's the Gary Shandling Show, Night Court, and Cheers. Now, the way we seeded these was I put up our four separate picks to be picked by the fans. So on Twitter, we had 25 people who cooperated with us. Thank you so much if you voted. And those votes determined which rankings we have to start the bracket. So... All right, Uh, you can obviously see here we have one through eight. Well, that's okay. You already saw it. One through eight seated. Um, If you want, do you want some percentages so you can see how much they won by?
1: Before we get to that, I I do want to say specify. So I base mine solely off the theme song. I have a show on my thing that I never watched, Uh but the theme song is such a banger. I had to make sure it was on my list. So Uh,
0: okay, so. I have seen all of the shows mm-hmm. that i have picked theme songs for but there are some um th- that you know not necessarily a huge fan of the show like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go clamor to watch it but the theme song is just so memorable you can't stop you can't not sing it right so that was my criteria okay and i should also say before we go right into these i don't know if you have any of them pulled up or if we did that but there were obviously some that we did not choose right i thought of note a few that uh did not make the cut were different strokes mm-hmm. um full house yes and then you had a couple as well
1: yeah you know i really there's actually several that i wanted to do but uh they they were technically an eighty show because they came out in 89 And I wanted the feeling of it to be more of it felt like the 80s, whereas a lot of those shows felt like the 90s because the transition. Yeah, yeah. And so so there was a couple that I wound up cutting. But also, I had to cut Hey Dude. That song is so good. And it's like just immediately like, hey, dude. But... If there's anybody that's going to make us not be able to show things on YouTube, it's it's Nickelodeon and Viacom. So, <laughs> so I'm
0: pretty sure this video is going to get demonetized regardless of what we do.
1: I'm okay with demonetization. I just man, like we did a Salute Your Shorts, it was like a clip of something from Salute Your Shorts and it was like cannot be shown in the United
0: States. Mm. And it was just like
1: dude, come on. Fair yeah. use. What?
0: Yeah, it was it was like 15 seconds. Yes. I mean, it was so short. Yes. Anyway. Uh all right, so the picks that we do have, we have a rating. And basically, like I said, I put uh, my four up for votes and people could only choose one. Mm-hmm. And then I put your four up for votes, people could only choose one. And then I looked at the total percentages mm-hmm. of all of our eight picks and then I ranked, I seated them. Now there were some ties uh, and I will be honest, all transparency here, <laughs> there were some ties on both of our things. And if I seated them one way, it was my pick versus my pick. Mm-hmm. And so I I fudged just a bit okay. to give you my pick versus your pick. But anyway, so obviously as you can see, number one selection, the number one seed, family ties. That-
1: that's crazy to me.
0: <laughs> I, I, I know.
1: I felt the same way about the holiday special. You yeah. know, like, I could not believe the number one seed, but they wound up winning. So Yeah.
0: Oh, and if uh, you end up liking this show, be sure to check out our, our holiday retro commercial, a uh, Christmas commercial episode where we do another bracket style. So, um, Family Ties is 36%. And then in your pick, Cheers. Mm-hmm number 2 with 33% of your pick Mm -hmm. so the numbers aren't going to add up because I'm flipping between mine and Brian's but uh, and then with 32% of my pick Perfect Strangers and then 29% of your pick Golden Girls and so on and so forth Um, the least the least popular Mm -hmm. is obviously here seated at number 8 is Family Matters and it only received 8% of my total vote.
1: I was blown away when I saw that. I couldn't believe it. Um but you know what? Maybe it's just that people are thinking of it as a 90s show. Maybe. It's... Or or maybe people just don't remember the glory that was Family Matters. <laughs>
2: So rare condition this day and age To read the good
3: news on the what?
2: newspaper page love and tradition of the grand design Some people say it's even harder to find Well then there must be some magic clue Inside these gentle walls Cause all I see is a tower of dreams
4: <laughs> it's the bigger love Of the family
0: Oh my gosh
1: Alright, <laughs> oh, well I... When I was looking up The Family Matter, I, I downloaded that, and then I the next video that played was that, and I was like, oh my god, dude, I love deepfakes so much, and this is the most amazing one I've ever seen. So, so if you're just listening to the show,
0: I apologize for us ruining that with our laughter, but Brian played a video of the intro where the faces had been deep faked with, the, was that Mike Tyson? Yep, it was Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson on every single face. So imagine little Richie coming up, and there's Mike, Mike Tyson, Jaleel White, Mike Tyson.
1: And it was Mike Tyson with the face tattoo. So it was oh, perfect. Gosh. It
0: was so good. So good.
1: Alright. Well, uh, so Preston, we- what do you know about Family Matters?
0: Alright, so well, let's take a look at the bracket first. Okay. Alright, let's see that. Alright, so the way it works out is the top seed go against the the low seed. So that puts family ties against family. Family Matters is the battle of the families.
1: Ooh, Preston, I can't believe. Normally families come together, but this is one instance where families are being torn apart.
0: Torn to shreds. And one thing that also shreds are the theme songs. We just heard Family Matters. We'll hear family ties in a minute. But let me tell you about Family Matters. So Family Matters, it aired on ABC from, yes, technically the 80s. Mm-hmm. I was not as nice mm-hmm. as you, Brian. This did air in 1989, September 22nd, and went all the way to May 1997. So I can see if you would think it's a 90s show because it did primarily air <laughs> in the 90s. But I got they got into the, into the dance on a technicality, so mm-hmm. we're gonna let them have it. Um, and all told, nine seasons, 215 episodes, and get this, it's a spin-off of one of our other picks. Mm-hmm. I did not remember this. Oh, really? Yeah,
1: because no. uh, Urkel was, was um, I think he was like, went to visit of like his family in San Francisco and hung out with this other family. Perfect Strangers. No, what?
0: <laughs> That's what it says, it's a spin off of Perfect Strangers. That's not
1: right, because Urkel was on Full House. What? Yeah, Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know,
0: we'll have to look at that. This is what I got well, from Wikipedia, I, well, bro. You, 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 tell,
1: you tell me how, how this ties into Perfect Strangers. I don't know how it ties into I didn't get that
0: part. I just wrote down this little tidbit, all right? Okay. So, now, here's something you don't know, is that the show's original theme song, and we're going to find this with a lot of our stuff, our show's original theme song was slightly different um, with a lot of them, but this one was really different because the main theme song was Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World. But it, they changed it after the fifth episode to what we listen to as days go by. Written by Jesse Frederick, Bennett Salve, Scott Rome, and performed by Jesse Frederick. It was the theme for the majority of the series all the way through 1995. And I, uh, you know, I, I, on my picks anyway, mm-hmm. I went and looked at who's the singer, mm-hmm. who wrote it, want to know a little bit about him. Jesse Frederick, I really don't know much about him except for the fact that this guy's an ace in the hole. Okay. An ace in the hole because it turns out one of the reasons I like so many of the songs that I do is because he wrote it. Mm-hmm. So, my man Jesse Frederick is wrote and or performed um, TGIF theme songs for of course uh, f- uh, for Family Matters, mm-hmm. of course Full House Perfect Strangers mm-hmm. Where supposedly the show originated from. Uh, so and no. step by step.
1: Okay, uh, so before we get emails about it, I looked it up. The it was a cameo in '91, so the show had already been on the air for two years before
0: Urkel was on Full House. So. Okay, all right. So mine holds up. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, but I don't remember anybody being on Larry yeah. Appleton and Bucky Bal- uh-huh. e. Bartok was the show. Yeah, who knows? I'll have to look that up. But anyway, so Jesse Frederick. He's not really anybody of note that you would recognize outside of the TV show theme song, unless you're a fan of Deadly Force.
2: You're not good news. It's the walk of the lonely in the dark of the night. It's a face on the shadow that you're in your sight.
0: Ryan, do you recognize that song?
1: I, I do not recognize that song. <laughs> Me either. But, but it's very like pizza Terra, you know, like it, it's definitely inspired.
0: Yes. Well, I just, I picked that one to be cheeky because I've never heard of it. And the video is kind of crazy. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. It looks wonky, but uh, it was like a early eighties action movie type vibe. So mm-hmm. check out deadly force as sung uh, by Jesse Frederick, who also sang the theme song for family matters. So again, this one. I picked the show. Say what you will about the show. Mm. It's one where you're toe-tapping the mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. You're humming along. You're probably singing along. And I love, like, the soul that is brought to the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's able to soar in the high notes. But, yeah, I love it. And the great piano jingle. Thoughts? You like it?
1: I love that song. Okay. I, like I said, I was blown away that that was, like, the lowest so, the lowest song yeah. on the list. Unreal. I couldn't believe it. It's All it's. Right. it's Man it's such an impact all right, well, it's got some um stiff competition it does all right well uh, um I'm gonna have to hear this song in order for me to really be wowed by uh by family ties.
4: Together for a million years, and I bet we'll be together for a million more. Ooh, it's like I started breathing on the night we kissed. Well, I can't remember what I ever did before.
0: It's good all the way through, and then that stinger at the end gets you even harder. I
1: think that's the best part. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la. Love
0: it. Love it. I have so much to say about this theme song that I learned through Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to share everything, because I know we're going to talk about it as Multiple it goes times. forth, yeah. because I have a suspicion that it may beat Family Matters. But before I do, let me just say that Family Ties ran on NBC, premiering all the way back September 22nd, 1982, and lasted until May 14th, 1989. So seven seasons, 176 episodes, a true Titan of the 80s, uh, an embodiment of a lot of the 80s with not only the family structure and, and dynamic, but a lot of the topics that they, that they discussed on the show. But that theme song was also very 80s. I mean, if you hear that theme song and said, what decade was this made? Yeah, that's the 80s.
1: I, I If you asked me that, I would probably think 70s. Really? Yeah.
0: Uh, well, it is early in the 80s, so mm-hmm. it does have a little bit of that carryover mm-hmm. of the 70s to it.
1: But I, I love that one of my greatest... Um, joys of these sitcoms is watching where the trend where it like shows like the pictures of the people growing up, you know uh-huh. what i And man, is there anything worse than a hippie that became like super successful, like <laughs> business person <laughs> who
0: has a son that's a yuppie? <laughs> oh,
1: dude, it was so great! Like, and you know the thing I will say, uh, Family Ties has going for as a show because I did not like this show when I was a kid. I, like, it was super boring to me for some reason, but I like Growing Pains, which is weird. Um, but uh, the thing I had going for it was Mr. 80s was was the son on the show. You yeah,
3: know?
0: Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Well, um, say what you will about the show. The song is iconic. And I'll talk more about this as I think we're going to see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, the version you heard and saw was, again, the first season's song, which is different from later versions. And I'll go into that more because... Brian, what do you think who took this battle? Our first our first uh oh, battle.
1: Man. Uh, you know, man, going into it, I would have said family matters. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's it's hard to discern. I'm glad we're getting rid of one of them because <laughs> we need to I can't say the same thing over and over. Um, but man, th- there is something chill and um vibing about the whole thing. It's like in,
0: Burt Bacharach yeah. or like, you know, like Sha-da-da-da. like Michael McDonald a little bit, uh-huh. you know, just kind of chill. Yeah. I, I
1: will give it to, to family ties because e- even though I didn't like the show, it is like when, when you told me about the idea for this show, I immediately thought of the family ties theme song because it is one of those theme songs that is super iconic. Yeah. And so, um,
0: I, I
1: am fine with giving it to that.
0: All right. So, uh, also respectful of the voters, 25 of which voted for not Family Ties and gave Family Matters 8% of the vote. We're gonna stick with that and honor that, and we're gonna declare Family Ties as the winner. All right, well, Family Ties takes it. This time, I'm sorry, Urkel, but you did do that. Oh, that was so awful, (laughs) I don't have a response. Uh, Family Ties, Family Matters, The Battle of the Families. It was a tough call, but ultimately one had to prevail. And that is the one that is more distinctly 80s than the one that is more distinctly 90s. Yes. So it's only fitting for the best sitcom of the 80s to be considered Family Ties. Still in the running. Still in the running. All right, our next bracket. We've got number four, Golden Girls against number five, Growing pains.
1: All right, Preston.
0: We've got the little
1: old ladies versus the up-and-coming family. Who do you think's gonna knock out the title for this one?
0: Well, if it has to be on sheer, um, sheer personality, I'm gonna have to go Golden Girls on this one. But it's not that we're basing it off the songs of the sitcoms. So let's hear what we've got coming up for number four with golden girls there
1: you're gonna have to give me a second there president because (laughs) you weren't ready for that (laughs) these are not in order of anything so uh, all right golden girls all right this one here we go
4: thank you for being a friend travel down
1: All right, Preston. This was your pick. This was my Let's pick. Hear it. All right, so Golden Girls. It ran NBC from September 14th, 1985 to May 9th, 1992. A total of 180 half hour episodes over seven seasons. Wow. Uh man, that theme song, like everything Golden Girls is so good. Like if you think of like some of the most beloved like actors. That are, have ever existed It is the cast of this show right? <laughs> and then on top of that You have um, uh, This theme song Thank you for being a friend It was a song written by Andrew Gould um, And he recorded it on his third album All this in heaven 2. And that song reached Number 25 on the Billboard Hot 100 list oh, wow! Um, in 1978 And then the theme song for the TV show Was a cover by Cynthia Fee uh, because it was such a great song. And it totally just matches the mood for the show. Like, it's just Best Friends. So I didn't know.
0: See, that's that's new to me. I did not know that this was a song that existed mm-hmm. before the show because it's so identifiable to this show. Right. And I was a young kid at the time anyway, so it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like we were jamming out to the radio of Thank You for Being a Friend by Andrew Gold. So
1: Cool thing about this show. Yeah. I have been to that house. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not
0: just a uh, a studio lot?
1: Um, well, so for the external shots of the house, uh-huh. there had to be a real house for it. Oh. It is a set though. Um, so this show was, um, I think it's the second show that, Dis- that Disney um, produced underneath uh, Buena Vista Television. And if you go to EGM or an uh, EGM MGM tour, mm-hmm. and you take like the, the studio tour. Uh, that house is on that studio tour. Really? Yeah. So, oh, that is cool. it's, it's like they have like a whole neighborhood.
0: Have uh, they used it for anything else?
1: I don't know because the whole neighborhood are houses that they use for external shots for uh-huh. things, and so like it, that's all the, the these houses are used for. I'm gonna have to look and see <laughs> if
0: it was used for something else in other movies and stuff.
1: It's a cool trip. If you don't like, you should go do that. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I. All that stuff changes so frequently, mm-hmm. but I have pictures of the Fly of the
0: Navigator spaceship because that yeah. was there.
1: Um, and then there's like Star Wars stuff and some other things, but.
0: Well, um, Golden Girls, it definitely has gotten a huge pop culture resurgence. Yes. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it growing up. I mean, it was a lot of old people humor and adult humor, not negatively, but, you know, just like over my head when Mm -hmm. I was five or six years old. A lot of a
1: lot of innuendos. Yeah.
0: And I don't even know if I was I may not have been allowed to watch it for all I recall, but uh, I think So. So. Pop culturally, I have an appreciation for it. Mm. But I really couldn't point to a single episode. Other than... um, I do know that... Here's an interesting tidbit for you. This is my only Golden Girls tidbit. Quentin Tarantino had a very unsuccessful acting career. Very successful director, but Mm -hmm. very unsuccessful acting career. And one of the few things he did get cast for, solely on his looks, was as an Elvis impersonator in the background of one episode of the golden girls for sophia's wedding now he says it became a two-part golden girls so he got paid residuals for both parts um and it was so popular they put it on the best of the golden girls so he got residuals for that every time it showed he got maybe 650 dollars for the episode but by the time it was all said and done mm-hmm. three years later he had gotten three thousand dollars and that's what he said got him through the pre-production time for Reservoir Dogs. Wow, that's crazy. So Golden Girls indirectly led to Reservoir Dogs. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> so um that theme song is a solid song. What do you think it's going to go up against? Well, Preston, the theme song
1: that it's going up against, as we can see here, is going to be The Growing
0: Pains. Number five seed, We got four versus five. It's a very tight match. What can be the winner? Let's take a look and see what Growing Pains has. I'm going to show my hand here. Mm -hmm. Out of all of my picks, this one's my favorite. Yeah, it is a banger. Um, You know, I respect people's decision that family ties to them is better than Growing Pains, Mm -hmm. but not to me. We'll see how this fares down the road. Who knows? It may not even be Golden Girls. I don't know. (laughs) But uh, for me, this one is just so smooth, so good. But I I noticed something when we were playing that versus Uh when we were playing Golden Girls that I want to bring up to you is Mm -hmm. that. Golden Girls, their theme song snippet is a short one as compared to a lot of the other ones. You'll see on our show that a lot of the 80s TV show theme songs Mm -hmm. are a minute, a minute and a half, a Mm -hmm. minute 40. I mean, like, they let you get into it. They let you feel it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons that I think Growing Pains goes above Golden Girls. But – before we get into that, let me uh-huh. give you a little background about Growing Pains so we can totally appreciate this show and its song. Growing Pains aired on on ABC from September 24th, 1985 to April 25th, 1992. So it did span um, across into two decades, but primarily in the 80s. And it ran for seven seasons, 166 episodes. Now, uh, again, you know, the, the theme songs were different kind of each season. Mm -hmm. So in this show, BJ Thomas sang it solo in the first season, then he added Jennifer Waynes or warns in season two, three, five. And it says part of seven and then dusty Springfield all of a sudden come (laughs) out of nowhere in season four to join BJ Thomas. And there was craziness on season six and seven. Who knows what's going on with that? Um, before i get into the singer mm-hmm. talking about bj thomas mm-hmm. one thing i learned by doing this research is that um later seasons you could see which sh- which character the show was going to be about mm-hmm. because at the end of the credits or at the end of the intro whoever left that family huddle last mm-hmm. cuz they like swapped it up it wasn't always um jason or Alan Thick's character right that was last and you could tell whoever lingered the longest that was who's gonna be sh- who the show was going to be about
1: <laughs> i think that's a cool thing to do like it, if for people that caught it and figured it out over time to be like that sure wasn't oh, me friend it was, it was. <laughs> you know i think it's funny too because you know you talked about um you talked about quentin tarantino's experience with uh-huh. uh, golden girls and i think it's funny because quentin tarantino's current darling what eventually became the star of of Growing Pains? What Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh,
0: <laughs> I was like <laughs> Kurt <Kirk> Cameron. What? <laughs> no,
1: he's he's God's gro- uh, um, little darling. <laughs> yeah, he's,
0: uh, Leo. What? I am so blanking here. What Tarantino film did Leo do?
1: Oh, he's been in tons of them. Um, I think he finally. No, he didn't win for uh, Django. He, um, oh, that's right. He was in Django. He was in that. Okay. He's been yeah, in yeah. a couple. Like, yeah. oh, the last one he w- he did
0: win finally his Oscar. Because I'm running was through my head, I'm like, Kill Bill, no.
1: Once upon a time in Hollywood, he won. He finally won his. That's his, right. His that's Oscar. right. Oh
0: my gosh, that was so good. That was a good movie.
1: Um, but the uh, I think I think you know a lot of these shows had the same type of growing pains that. Um, that uh, like throughout their their course, right? It, it all starts with Happy Days jumping the shark, right? Mm-hmm. But like, well, what would happen is these families would get older and older as these seasons went along, and we hey, we need to add something new to this family, and this family got two new things: they got Leonardo DiCaprio, and then the daughter. They eventually uh-huh. had another Chrissy. daughter, yeah, Chrissy. Yeah, and, and she
0: showed up like at four years of age, yeah. <laughs> like nothing nothing happened. Uh, but that also happened on Family Ties too, because yep. they had mm-hmm. little Andrew, mm-hmm. right? Is that, I don't know, know. whatever, the little kid's name. Yeah. All right, so back to the song, which is the primary reason for this (laughs) contest. Um, The show's theme song, As Long As We Got Each Other, was written and composed by John Bettis and Steve Dorff and it performed by B.J. Thomas. Now, I love doing this stuff because we actually do a little research for each episode. And so, you know, you hear these things all the time and you never make these connections until you really look at it. So BJ Thomas, he's not too shabby. Um, He himself is an Academy Award winner. He won for the song, a cover of Burt Bacharach's Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, which won uh, for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. So he's an Oscar winner. Mm -hmm. And he also wrote a hit song. I'm familiar with this version because I grew up listening to my mom playing the oldies station. Okay. Other people may be more familiar with Blue Suede's version, mm-hmm. but let's listen to B.J. Thomas's version of Hooked Up. <laughs> Hold on, I was going to do this. love All right. <laughs> love <it>. all right. <laughs> so uh, that one, you know, it's a very familiar tune. You might be more familiar with the Guardians of the Galaxy one that they played. Mm-hmm. Um, the YouTube v- The YouTube views certainly account for that. But so this guy is of some serious provenance here. A banger of a song. I can't get enough of it. I love Great. it.
1: Yes, it is it is a great song. Uh, and as much as I love the Golden Girls, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Growing Pains because <sighs> yes, unlike Family Ties, I love this show Growing Up. And you know, you know, we said Family Ties had had the the poster child of the 80s. Man, Growing Pains had the dad of the 80s, dude. Alan <sighs> Thick. Man, and everything he was—he was like the best dad ever. I was trying to think of the name of that movie. Um, not quite human. It's oh, so yeah. good. Like he was—he's just the perfect dad. Man, so I good. love that
0: guy. Oh yeah, and I mean, hate a son. Say what you will. <laughs> hey, say what you will about Kurt Cameron now.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs>
0: Robin, oh, Robin Thicke. Thick. Yeah. I got you. gotcha. <laughs> anyway, but still, say what you will about Kurt Cameron now. Kurt Cameron in 1987 mm-hmm. was the bee's knees. He was a great sitcom star. And I I love the show. Kirk Cameron
1: in like 1994, there was a a video game called The Horde, and all the it was had FMV cutscenes, and Kirk Cameron was this like bumbling like squire guy.
0: It was great. And one more point for Golden for Growing Pains, they had a character named Boner. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Cockroach Boner. And actually, to tie this back into... Oh, wait, Cockroach was Crosby show. My bad. Uh, oh, but... Boner and... Yes. There was another guy. I don't remember his name. Okay. But to tie this
1: back to WandaVision, <laughs> because that's the impetus of this episode, is um, there's a reference to Boner, uh, because the um, guy that plays Quicksilver in the show, uh, she... Um, they look at his headshot in the show and his name is like Richard Boner and, oh. and he, it is a direct reference to Growing Pains. That's so, great. Because actually the guy that, the showrunner for WandaVision was on Growing Pains. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but <laughs> <laughs> I know that, so. All right, well, President, are we talking about taking the lead with Growing Pains over Golden
0: Girl? They may be golden, but they are not going to go to the sunset quietly. Oh, those golden girls. They did not beat Growing Pains. Well, they've already
1: gone through their pains. so up next we've got Perfect Strangers. Right, this is the next one. I'm so bad at reading brackets. (laughs) Perfect Strangers versus Night Court. Oh, my goodness.
0: Now, let's see if this one is as... Contentious. This is the number three seed perfect strangers versus the number six seed Night Court. So there's a little preference here headed towards Perfect Strangers, but I don't know, Night Court. It could hold its own. It could take the top.
1: Oh, I think it can. Um let's right. see what we got for perfect strangers. Oh, I wish there was an easier way to do this. Okay, here we go. Here comes perfect strangers. <laughs>
2: Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need some kind of change
0: about a long song that one that one took you on a whole journey <laughs> two journeys <laughs> just like you saw in the intro to the show yeah it it had to t- help tell the story of two cousins from worlds apart coming together to help us understand ourselves a little bit better every week
1: also i saw the tie into family ties oh did you well i don't know they moved they both moved to chicago yeah that's right so...
0: yeah 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 that makes sense so perfect strangers it's a great show. I, I actually own this one on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, came out in March 25th, 1986. Ran all the way till August of 1993 on also the ABC television network. Three out of four of my picks were ABC shows. Wow, you're just a Disney kid. I guess. Maybe that just says something about the household I was brought up in and what I was <laughs> allowed to watch. But it ran for eight seasons for 150 episodes. And nothing's going to stop me now. Was written by our friend Jesse Frederick that we talked about earlier, but this time mm-hmm. not performed by him, mm-hmm. performed by David Pomeranz. Um, this is a this
1: is a huge. Huge song because you know I talked about earlier how I immediately thought of Family Ties. I also thought of Perfect Strangers, mm-hmm. and then um, when I watched it, I was like, uh, I got. I'm going to go with something else because I had
0: I had something else that I wanted to play. Okay. So. Okay. All right. I am a fan of it though. All right. Well, um, this is another one where the songs are a little bit different, but fortunately, uh, each season, even though they change like the length of the song, it's mm-hmm. still ultimately the same song. They mm-hmm. just kind of did like. A little cut here, a little splice there, but it, whichever version you're listening to, this one rules.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love how you think it's over and then it comes back, <laughs> and showing Balky in the bus and everything yeah, like that. So, yeah. uh, great show, great show. I love that show.
0: All right, so what is up next? Looks like we've got um, some stiff competition among. Night court.
1: Well, you know, when Balky came to the U.S., he had to go through uh, immigration or something, and <laughs> Some so legal proceedings yes. somewhere. Is that where you're going with <laughs> so, this? Yep. So uh, maybe uh, it was. You know, they showed the New York Harbor when he was coming in, and so maybe uh, he had to go through at nighttime and have <laughs> to deal with um, with Judge uh, Harry. So. <laughs>
3: Bye. <laughs>
1: That is a banger, son.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'll be totally honest here. You put down Night Court, and I and I I know I have heard Night Court before. I I watched that show, loved it. I'll be honest, I could not for the life of me think (laughs) of what that song sounded like. But then I I waited patiently. I knew I'd hear it tonight. Mm -hmm. I listened to it just now. And I heard that bass slap come in, mm. and I was like, oh, yes. I remember this one. It's so good. It's oh, so dude, good.
1: it's it's like one of the best instrumental theme songs. You know, it's right up there with, like, Seinfeld and that kind of thing. Um, man, the tough thing, because when I was saying Judge Harry, I, I wanted so bad to say Judge Reinhold. But, <laughs> but it's it's like a double whammy, because this show was actually created um, by uh, comedy writer Reinhold Wedge. And so, uh, you know, Judge Reinhold would have been great in the show, too, but not, not nearly as good mm-hmm. as, as Harold Harry T. Stone by Harry Anderson. So uh, this show aired on NBC uh, from... January 4th, 84, to May 31st, 92. Uh, the setting was the night shift at the Manhattan Municipal Court. Uh, and, uh, you know, Harry T. Stone, played by Harry Anderson, was was the judge that presided over that court. Uh, you know, he had great characters um, and some spinoffs from the show uh, as well with, um oh, God. Larriquette. Yeah, John Larriquette. Well, it wasn't the John Larriquette show. I think it was called Larriquette. Oh, was it? Okay. I think so. But what was his name on the show? Um, I don't know. Oh. Well, I know there was the, he. There was also a show called the John Larquette Show. Huh. But anyways, Bull. Everybody loved Bull. Bull oh yeah, awesome. Richard uh, Mall. Yeah. The uh, I, I saw something with him recently, and I can't remember what it was. Man, that guy's the
0: best. Yeah, he's so good. I'm so glad he's still doing stuff here and there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Marsha Warfield, who he took over for after she passed away, right? <laughs> no, she didn't pass away. The old lady passed away. Yeah,
1: I remember now. It was it was your um your t- your movie your Disney. Movie, your decom. Oh right, the uh, the candy one with the kids, with the aliens. What? What was that movie with the candy factory and the water was drying oh, up? Oh right, that movie's horrible. I don't He's remember in the name. It. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so the uh, every episode opened up with this slapping jazz influence theme song. So um, it was composed by Jack Elliott, featuring Ernie Watts on saxophone. Uh, while featuring video footage of New York
0: City landmarks, because nothing goes better than jazz in the city. <laughs> well, I uh, I like it. I think it's a great theme song. Mm-hmm. But Brian, I'm calling a referee right here. I'm going to give Night Court a technical oh technical foul. Okay, because everything else that we have tonight is lyrical. Yeah, this is purely instrumental. It's still a song. I don't know, Brian. I thought we were going with all lyric songs. No, here No, there
1: there was no never any rule. Hold on, let's see, let's see.
0: I uh, am pulling up something here. We have
1: the best '80s sitcom theme songs, and an instrumental. My friend is still a song. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, There's
0: so many. Go- I think we're gonna have to do a whole instrumental bracket next time. I mean, you got Saint Elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You got so many. Mash.
1: Mm-hmm. I almost, I almost put MASH but to me MASH is a 70 show
0: I but, so, yeah you could 6 and 1 who knows mm-hmm. alright so alright so he, le, you can leave that up leaving it up Perfect Strangers versus Night Court
1: man I, I, I Night Court makes me want to dance so I'm gonna go with Night Court because it makes me move my body whereas Perfect Strangers does not
0: <sighs>
1: you, you should've had you should've had Brooke make him make the envelope. yeah i did i didn't do an envelope <laughs> thing here
0: oh ah! uh so oh i know how we can do how it how can we flip this because we are t- we're torn right now
1: look look at the the twitter polls and yeah. you can see which one's got the um most votes
0: okay let's see
1: all right perfect strangers was a higher seed so
0: but individual votes you should be able to see that uh, individual votes on the thing. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Here we go.
1: Now, now take into account that my yours was the main tweet and mine was the, the subtweet. Tweet. So, so naturally, what? no.
0: But you, you only, your set only got one fewer vote. Oh, okay. Um. All right. So, twenty-five people picked perfect strangers at thirty-two percent. Okay. And, no, not 25 people picked. No, you can't pick. You can't see. You can just see percentages. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't see individual picks. Hmm. Even if you click on analytics? I don't know, Brian. It's not worth it. All All right. right, I'll give it to Night Court. All right. Just to make Brian happy, (laughs) even though Perfect Strangers is totally the better theme song. No way. (laughs) That's fine. Night Court can be the little Cinderella story that's going to get obliterated yeah. by freaking growing pain. <laughs> or later. is
1: it going to come back from behind and take over? Because we all know that
0: sports fans love a comeback. Alright, so <laughs> sports fans may have a Cinderella story with Night Court. Uh, defeating Perfect Strangers at the number 6 versus the number 3 position. But right on their heels, we have the number 2 versus the number 7. Number 2, cheers! Cheers! Versus number seven, Gary Shandling show. Yes. What's the Gary Shandling show? You yes. ask. I don't know, but Brian will tell us later. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh, Gary Shandling show. <laughs> Never seen it, but loved the theme song. So, uh, all right. Well, I guess first we're gonna have to go with something that everybody knows, as opposed to the unknown, um, because doesn't everyone want to go where everybody knows their name or something like that? <laughs>
2: Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you
3: want to go
2: where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. see troubles are all the same you want to be where everybody knows your name you want to go where people know people are all the same
4: you want to go where
2: everybody knows your name
1: all right Preston Cheers, everybody knows this this TV show Cheers was the first TV show that I remember like the finale thing being like a huge deal for everybody
0: Sam and Diane Yeah,
1: there were so many huge things about this show oh, yeah. and like spinoffs and all kinds of stuff, right? Um. This show was on NBC from September 30th, 1982 to May 20th, 93 Alright?
0: I've been to this bar. Have you? I've been to this bar, too. Okay. It's in Boston, yeah. but it doesn't look anything like the nope. set. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not at all. Uh,
1: this show was set in a bar named Cheers Beacon Hill in Boston, Massachusetts, where a group of locals meet to drink, relax, and socialize. The main theme song was co-written and performed by Gary Portnoy and... That's where the show got its its motto, where everybody wants go, well,
0: Everybody knows your everybody name. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, the motto that
1: I have no idea what it is, <laughs>
0: so. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, love, cheers. And I think this is one where everybody like could sing along with it. Mm-hmm. It was a big piano hit, mm-hmm. like it sold. I and mean, People just listen to this. And this is another one where it's a minute long theme song. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, longer than that, after the show came out, Portnoy and Judy Hart, Angelo, um, they performed the song. They went, after the show premiered, they went back to the studio and recorded a longer version of oh. it. And it topped the charts in America and in the UK.
0: Smart. So, mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah, they did that with several songs. Um, like, I know our friend Jerry Buckner mm-hmm. uh, made the song-length version of uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Because that little stinger, I mean the the intro was so hot that they had to stretch it out to a full song and mm-hmm. yeah, so cheers was one of those ones that was just like you could just ah, you know it was the the bar and the whole whole thing about everybody knows your name was like a level of familiarity mm-hmm. and I think that the song offered itself a level of familiarity where it was just like comforting and soothing but yet you know like upbeat, so this one's a great one it's it It's an all-time classic
1: yes yeah just like the show like um the cool thing about this show is that it's still pretty fair like pretty much holds up today you Mm -hmm. know um just like you know the the spin-off fraser and and stuff like that yeah i've shown
0: some episodes of of cheers to my kids um but it's hard picking like which one's a good one because i don't know it that well right Mm -hmm. um so they're hit or miss i think but most of them hold up well and that dynamic between Cliff Clavin and, and Norm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we talked about how other shows had to, like, as, cause this, this was on for 11 years, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you start getting long in the tooth, you got to add new family members, right? But yeah. if you're in a bar, I guess you could have people coming and going. But man, Woody. Yeah. Best addition ever. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Woody Harrelson did a great job coming in there after a longtime favorite passed away. Mm-hmm. I forget the the actor and character name, but you know the the guy running the bar he died and Mm -hmm. so they had to fill in with this who 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 could possibly take over for such a great character spot and he just totally owned that role made it his own totally unique and then you know Woody Harrelson's an incredible actor yes but you know not only that you got Kelsey Grammer in Mm -hmm. the mix Rhea Perlman yeah Shelley Long I mean Kirstie Alley so many people on that show and then who wasn't a guest star or had a Mm -hmm. guest spot I mean like If you look at the guest list, it's like actor after actor after actor that you recognize from so many different projects. Yeah, Cheers, great show, great theme song. I think whatever we pick, Mm -hmm. I don't know what'll come down to number one, but I think out of all of ours, basically on all this list, I think the most tried and true classic is honestly Cheers.
1: Yeah, and it's probably the one that's the most recognizable. Um, I knew that when I picked Cheers for this list, I was like, that's gonna be everyone's favorite. And it's it's another show that I really didn't watch a ton like growing up, mm-hmm. and and have you know never really gone back to it. But everybody knows that song, so uh, um, it is funny how you talked about how the guest list for that show you had all kinds of famous people on it, because this next show also has all kinds of people on it. Now, unfortunately, I could not get a good quality audio sounding of of the intro intro with the video of the show behind it mm. so if you're watching the show there's going to just be the lyrics of the song which are not hard to keep along with <laughs> to begin with um, but uh, this show was it sounds amazing I never watched it You, you we talked about it today uh, and you said you weren't a huge fan of it but um, man it's the Gary Shandling show
4: and asked if i would write his theme song i'm almost halfway finished how do you like it so far how do you like the theme to gary show this is the theme to gary show the opening theme to gary show this is the music that you hear as you watch the credits we're almost to the part of where i start to whistle then we'll watch its gary shandling show (laughs)
0: Show. <laughs> so dumb. It is such a catchy
1: theme song. So when, when you know, I was picking my picks the other day at work, because, like, I immediately thought of this song. This is, like, the thing I was like, oh, no, it has to be here. Like, I have to have this on there. Um, it was then stuck in my head all day long <laughs> because I had thought of it. So uh, the Gary Shanling Show was a really neat idea for a sitcom so gary shandling was a stand-up comic and he was in a theme or in a um in a sitcom but he knew it like he knew that he was in a sitcom whereas the other people in the sitcom did not like and so there's a lot of fourth wall breaking
0: and that kind of thing um <clears throat> the, this is on hbo right um i think that's why i didn't really watch it that well much.
1: it eventually went to showtime so i don't oh, think well, that's it would what be, i meant I,
0: it was on one of these pay channels it
1: well eventually was uh, so this this show ran 72 episodes and was on the air for four seasons. Um, it was later picked up by the broadcast Fox Network from 88 to 90 hmm. as part of its Sunday night lineup with minor cuts for language and advertising breaks. Okay. So um, the cool thing about this show too was you know we had talked about how um, how the how cheers had a lot of guests. Appearances. The Gary Shandling show had tons of famous people on, like Dan Aykroyd and a bunch of other famous comedians and stuff like that. And those guests that were on the show knew that they were on the show, so like it was like Gary Shandling, like they knew that they were on a sitcom, whereas the the rest of the cast was uh, no, they didn't know. So it was a really interesting idea for a show, um, and it was so much so that he it takes place like in his condo. And his condo was set up room for room to be just like Gary's real condo at his house. Oh, that's crazy. And so, like, um, the... uh, I'm trying to think. He did... uh, Oh, I didn't write it down. But he... um, It was, like, Bellevue, Washington is where it took place, and that's where he was living uh, before, like, at the time when they came up with the show. And so they just set up everything to be, like, his real life. So, I think it's a neat idea for a show. So,
0: I... Very humorous theme song. Yes, um, it's 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 a good setup for the show, which is also very humorous. Mm-hmm. I, I have no affinity for the song or the show. <laughs> I didn't really watch the show, and when I did, I it just wasn't my type of humor. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'd appreciate it more now, and I certainly I know I I know I appreciate Gary Shanley as a comedian more mm-hmm. now, but I haven't seen that show in years. I didn't remember the song when you mm-hmm. mentioned it, Brian. I know you put it in there and you really do love the song and I can see how it's an earworm, but it's going up against cheers, bro. I know. And we're going to have to go ahead and give it to cheers. (laughs) Oh
1: man, that's fine. I can concede to that because um, I understand. Uh but man it is such a good theme song and i just want really i just wanted to put it on there to introduce the world to it because i know most people have never heard of it <laughs> yeah. when is
0: another time you're going to get to have an excuse to talk about gary Shandling's show theme song
1: man this is like one of those ones that i like like i said i never watched the show but i knew the theme song because of those cd compilations and so like it was such like a big a big part of of me listening to those so.
0: i do want to know i wish i wish i knew that was this written purposefully to be cheeky or do you think someone when they wrote that do you think they were like oh this will be funny if i just write it out like this like i don't know was it was it a naturally occurring funny thing they're like oh let's keep that that's hilarious
1: so it's a funny thing so when i was researching this um i found it so there's a thing that says that the theme song um is sung by los angeles musician billy lynch or bill lynch but then I saw something else where it said a different person did it, and it's, like, some, oh. like, Midwestern, like, famous person. And so, I don't know, maybe one of them wrote it and the other one sang it. Weird. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it's cool. Like, it's it's self-referential, and, like, it basically sets up the idea of the show, like, in a very clever way. So All
0: right. Well, sorry, but no cigar. We're going to give this one two, a uh, cheers. All right. Well, Preston,
1: I think – that <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to transition that. Well, cheers we go. <laughs> cheers! Ted Dance knocks out Gary Shanling with the, the taking the top, the cream of the crop, and knocking it off the head of the beer. Cheers takes the tie. So now what we got? We have
0: family ties. All right, so okay. we have the final four. Here are your final four. We've got family ties versus growing pains. And night court versus Cheers. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So I think you might have your favorites picked between those two head-to-head matchups. But I don't know. It could be tight. We got number one seed, Family Ties, versus number five seed, Growing Pains. But a personal favorite of Preston's. Let's see how this plays out.
1: All right. Well, Family Ties, Growing Pains. Um, man. Two bangers.
0: So uh, I don't know that we need to play them no. all again. Uh-huh. <laughs> so let me just tell you, uh, "Family Ties." Here's some. Remember, I told you at the top of the show we played "Family Ties." It's mm-hmm. like I'm not going to tell you now. I'm going to tell you later. Yes, "Family Ties" blows my mind with all the coolness behind this theme song. So the theme song again, without us, um, it was credited in season one as just us, mm-hmm. but still, compared by Jeff, composed by Jeff Barry, Tom Scott in 1982. Here's crazy. During the first season, which is what I what played for you, mm-hmm. it was... Oh, sorry. Uh, let me give you a little background on Jeff Barry and Tom Scott. So Jeff Barry, he's an American pop singer, songwriter, producer. Now, he had some successful songs on his own that he co-wrote. Dude, listen to this. Dude wrote do Wah <laughs> diddy Do you know that one? Yeah. do Wah diddy do Wah diddy diddy dum diddy Do." Yeah, and he did... To do, Ron, Ron, and then he did. Then he kissed me, and wait, what's that one? Then he kissed me, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, uh, and then um, <laughs> be my, be my, be my little baby. Mm-hmm. I know that one. That one, Chapel of Love, Chapel of Love, bro. This guy, he knows some good music. Okay, so Jeff Barry wrote this with Tom Scott. Tom Scott. He wrote his own theme songs that were great. Mm-hmm. He did the theme song to Starsky and Hutch. Wrote that. Dude is an original member of the Blues Brothers. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, I don't even know what this is, but he played the Lyricon, which is an electric electronic wind instrument. Played that on Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Hmm. So, dude gets around. Studio musician, session musician. Mm-hmm. Wrote great. The two of them together wrote this great theme song. Mm-hmm. Now, um, again... In season, for the rest of the shows run after season one, the Without Us song is sung by Johnny Mathis and Denise Williams. So, stars in their own right, they don't need any explanation. But that's why I had Brian play season one's version Mm -hmm. featuring Dennis Stefano and Mindy Sterling. Dennis Stefano, he wrote, uh, he was an original lead singer for the Buckinghams okay. and they had five big hits on the billboard hot 100 mm-hmm. starting with chop chart topping kind of a drag kind of a drag you don't know that one nope oh my we'll gosh keep going maybe I will well, I don't know that I don't know the <laughs> full song but uh it it knocked off I'm a believer from the hot from, wow. from the number one spot um and then it's they have a. Uh, don't you care? Don't you care? Do you know that one? <laughs> no. no? Uh, I listen to a what lot of. What was the name of this band? The the um, Buckingham's.
1: The, oh yes, I do know the Buckingham's. I feel like I've I had a Buckingham album
0: or so, something. Uh, and then mercy, 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 and hey baby, they're playing our song. You know that one? <laughs> it sounds like a Tony Bennett song. It, it does. Or but, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Anyway, they had that one. <laughs> oh, tons of stuff. So this guy, he's a good singer. All right. Here's the curveball. All right. So, uh, go listen to the Buckinghams. They're great. Uh, and this is the guy who sang the first seasons um, without us.
1: Well, we have we have Peanut and Chat said that they
0: saw the Buckinghams in concert. There you go. Great, great, great band. All right. Here's the here's the curveball for you. Mindy Sterling. Does that name sound familiar at all? Is she from The Office? No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, She is an actress, though. The lady who (laughs) sings on this song played Frau Farbissina on Austin Powers. Okay. And currently, she's on, like, the Goldbergs as, like, a supporting cast member. You would recognize her if you Mm. saw her. Mm -hmm. Google Mindy Sterling. And remember the, like, just the crazy lady from Austin Powers? Picture that, and she's the one singing the song for Family Ties. Well,
1: wow, that's that's pretty crazy.
0: All right, so Family Ties going against Growing Pains, Brian. What do we do?
1: Oh man, Growing Pains.
0: All right. Um, oh, I, I sorry. Since we're doing Growing Pains, uh I told you I'd uh, look up Alan Thick because he uh-huh. himself yeah. is a TV show theme songwriter. Yes. Do you remember which theme song he did? Did uh did you think of it? Did you think about it? No. Super famous one. And I wish we had it to play, but it was one of our honorable mentions. He wrote the theme song to different strokes. Oh nice. Yeah, but he didn't sing it. And he did the theme song to another of our honorable mentions. Facts of life. Wow, that's awesome. Alan Thick did that. So say what you will about Robin Thick, but <laughs> apparently music musical talent runs in the family.
1: And Al- well, you know what? Alan Thick was in Robin Thick's first music video. Or at least the first one I remember seeing. I didn't see it. <laughs> I thought okay. it was really weird that that Thicke or that Robin or Alan Thick was was on a music video.
0: Alright, so it's uh this is really this is really tough. Brian, are you gonna give it to family ties or are you gonna give it to growing pants?
1: Oh man. You know what let me let me just hear a little bit of of uh of family ties. Okay. 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 All right. Now let me just hear a little bit of Growing pain
3: There's the no context. <laughs>
1: it's it's going to so be Growing good. Pains. It has to be Growing Pains. It's so good.
3: All
1: right. It is. Growing Pains.
0: All right, Growing Pains takes it. (laughs) Takes down the number one seed, Brian. It's an upset. Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, You know what? It actually makes me really happy because I love Growing Pains way more than
0: Family Ties. Oh, good. Yeah, me too. All right, sorry, voters. (laughs) You were wrong. (laughs) Total upset. Okay, so Growing Pains takes it. That means we need to decide who Growing Pains goes against (laughs) in the final showdown. So we have Night Court versus Cheers. Oh,
1: oh! Well, hold on a second, because i i just I just wanted to play something real quick. Okay. This is probably something exciting for
4: people. No. All
1: right. I, I just I I'm just want that to get stuck in everybody's head tonight. All right. No. So cheers. No Gary Show. Cheers versus Night Court. All right. Let me um. Let, let me play that play that bass. <laughs> I was gonna say. Let me make an argument here for you. Ready?
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, it's gonna take a second. So I'm just gonna like. Just close your eyes. Picture yourself in line at the courthouse.
0: Before that, before that horn comes in, mm-hmm. I feel like the Commodores are about to sing night shift. Oh, <laughs> well, hey, that makes sense. <laughs> That's for
1: my <night laughs> court. Ready? Ready? This is my favorite part right here.
0: (laughs) So good. All right. But! All right, it's so good. (laughs) Oh, wait. It's going to keep going. No. All right. All right, it's so good. But, my gosh, it's going against Cheers!
1: Yeah. You know, I will say, the Cheers theme song... Also a Billboard top hit. And Night
0: Court's theme song was not. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a vote for Cheers. Okay, I'll give. We it gotta give it to Cheers. Night Court, you did a good battle. Oh, we got one of your picks versus one of my picks. That advances Night Court. Oh, sorry. I mean Cheers, all the way to the title game. Cheers versus Growing Pains.
1: Whew. All right. Well, let's let's do. Uh, let's let 's check them both out one one last time just so they're fresh because we've heard a lot of
0: crazy things. so uh, jump to the middle or something Oh you can't jump to the middle
3: <laughs>
2: Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot, wouldn't you like to get away?
0: so tough i mean even hearing it back to back even hearing it back to back
1: well the reason i did it back to back was because listening to growing pains i was like growing pains wins this Uh hands down but then like (laughs) because i have to be careful to not be biased because i like that show more than cheers Mm -hmm. but man cheers the theme song is
0: so good so here's one way to think about it Mm -hmm. What if the choice we were making tonight meant that you never heard that song again?
1: I would go with Growing Pains, hands down.
0: That you would never hear it again? Oh, no, that
1: I'd pick over Cheers.
0: Yep. I could live my life without ever hearing Cheers again. Mm -hmm. I could not live my life without ever hearing Growing Pains Mm -hmm. again. And I think that's the strongest case it has for it. Personal nostalgia, I don't know, it's probably intertwined. Yeah. But to be clear... I'm sure Cheers' theme song is really listening to this show. So I want to be fair to it and let it know that it did a really really good job. Yeah. And, and hey, the people picked it. It was the number 1 seed. Uh no, it was the uh number 2 seed. Oh, was yeah. it? Something. But wait, uh, why, we we let's check that out. If only there was a way to check. Yeah, to let's check. see what that was. Oh, there it is. Okay. And let's see. The original yeah, it was the original number 2 seed. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, it was my number 1. People yeah, it was your number people one. Had picked
0: it. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah family ties already went down so cheers was the one holding the the bracketing structure together but number th- number two cheers versus uh, number five. five growing pains Wow and mm. growing
1: pains takes it Growing pains takes it. I can't believe it Preston um- show me that smile again. We've seen upsets before in the past. Who could have seen this one coming? Probably both of us. (laughs) Actually, I thought for sure Cheers was going to win this tonight. Did you? Yeah, I did. And I was telling Paige earlier tonight, I'm pretty sure sure Cheers is going to win, like hands down. And I don't even like that show that much. But, man.
0: I'm sure we're going to hear it in the comments, and I'm sure we're going to get some nasty fan mail about this. (laughs) But, yeah, for us, if we could pick one song to never hear again um, between those two. Yes. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I heard Cheers. I'm good. Growing pains. It's a banger. Mm-hmm. It's got a guitar riff in it, man. Yeah, dude. Come on. And
1: and it it's it sticks with that thing that I said I like during the intro, which is showing the people growing up. Like mm-hmm. Cheers, kind of has that because you see like the time growing up, you know. Yep. But man, what a good song.
0: So with that in mind, uh, that we talked about earlier, these were all mostly lyrical songs. Yes. And there's so many good songs that we didn't touch that were instrumental. There's mm-hmm. the A-Team. There's MacGyver. Well, that's,
1: that's why I asked us, I does it have to be there's sitcoms? So,
0: well, and that's why I went with sitcoms, because I thought that narrowed the field enough to where it could actually be manageable. Because otherwise, 80s theme songs, is just so many to contain. Mm-hmm. So we may have to revisit this another time. And then we may have to also open this up to the '90s next time. So yeah, well, maybe Fresh Prince will get its fair game.
1: There's so many different ways to, um, so many different ways that we can look at just based off what's going on in current pop culture. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I cannot wait for the day that you know uh, Michael Knight and B. A. Barakas have to settle the score between the two of them. So
0: I, I I will be looking forward to it, and I will most certainly continue to celebrate the glory days of. TV show theme songs that were longer than 15 seconds.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Those shows will be longer, or it will be less longer than this one because those theme songs are way shorter. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, shorter show. Hey, we hope you enjoyed sticking around with us for this longer than normal show. And if you were watching the feed for the little technical snafu we had there, thanks for sticking with us. Um, yeah, this is fun to do. We love these th- this, this show. Sometimes, I mean, we really don't, pick a winner ahead of time uh it it is just Mm -hmm. who gets paired with what and and how we're feeling that day and um but but you helping us out with seating those really helped and your your comments and encouragement and listening to the show always helps us make it through another week another two weeks to Mm -hmm. where we'll do it again
1: yeah um you know and if you could do us a huge favor and tell somebody about the show um, if you uh, do that, it really helps us out. If you want to go one step beyond now that I'm the ska man, um, you could check out our patreon at patreon.com forward/ waybackattack as, uh, as several of you have already done.
0: Yeah, we will have a bonus show for our patrons later this month and we'll also have a regular show for everybody else in just two short weeks and um, stay, stick to stay tuned for another one of those. Mm-hmm. You can find me on social media at SquareStiff and you can find Brian on Twitter at at Grantham, and you can
1: find the show at WayBack underscore attack so um, (laughs) I should have already started the theme song outro (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: same bat time same bat channel in just a a few short weeks Um, we really appreciate you watching it Um, hit us up with some feedback on social media or send us an email WayBackAttackShow at gmail.com We love to hear from you. Thanks.